Hezký. O lele, o lele, molíba, matka svýzuka. O lele, o lele, molíba, matka svýzuka. Boka na je, boka na je, boka, boka, kasají. Boka, boka na je. Boka na je, boka, boka, kasai. O lele, o lele, moliba, makasi. Luka, o lele, o lele, moliba, makasi. Chapter 13 of Chinua Achebe's Things Fall Apart. Umwofia awakes to the news that Ezeudu, the respected old warrior who told Okonkwo not to take part in Ikimafuna's execution, has died. A cold shiver runs down Okonkwo's back as he recalls Ezeudu's warning. That boy calls you father, bear no hand in his death. Ezeudu was the oldest warrior in his village and he had taken three of the clan's four titles. His large funeral reflects this status. In tribute, the men beat drums, brandish their machetes, and fire off their guns as well as cannons. As the funeral lasts, the tumult increased tenfold, and it reaches a fever heat. Okonkwo joins the men who shoot their guns and salute to Ezeudu, but his gun explodes unexpectedly, and the shrapnel pierces the heart of Ezeudu's 16-year-old son, killing him. Killing a clan member is an offense against the Earth Goddess. As penance, Okonkwo must leave. But because the killing was accidental, he'll be allowed to return to the village after seven years. Gathering their belongings, he and his family set off for his mother's village, Mbanta. Ezeudu's neighbors, dressed in war garb, storm Okonkwo's compound and destroy it, symbolically cleansing the land that Okonkwo has soiled with their clansmen's blood. They do this to honor the earth goddess. One of the men is Oberika, who questions the traditional cleansing ritual because the killing was an accident. 
Obeyrika is described as a man who thought about things. Part one of Achebe's novel ends with Okonkwo's exile from his village. It's clear that Okonkwo cannot escape the killing of Ikemafuna. The death of Ezeudu, who warned Okonkwo against harming Ikemafuna, is a reminder. And it occasions yet another killing that Okonkwo commits. This second killing at Ezeudu's funeral is accidental. Yet the unintentional crime causes great upheaval in Okonkwo's life. We see again how his inexperience with guns leads to conflict. We also learn that this crime is considered female because it was inadvertent, an act of fate. With it, Okonkwo has offended the earth goddess and must pay for his offense. The tribe brandishes weapons as a form of tribute to Ezeudu. After the man's son is killed, men destroy Okonkwo's compound in honor of the earth goddess. A warrior culture, the Igbo use controlled violence in this chapter for ceremonial and religious purposes. Obeyrika is characterized as thoughtful. He questions Okonkwo's punishment and why his own twin infants had to be abandoned. In Igbo culture, multiple births are an abomination. Twins are abandoned to die of natural causes in the evil forest. Obeyrika follows the clan's customs, even though he questions some of them. In part two, chapter 14 of Chinua Achebe's Things Fall Apart, Okonkwo is welcomed in Umbanta by Uchendu, his maternal uncle. He and his children give Okonkwo land, assist him in building a compound, and supply him with seed yams to plant his farm. This new beginning requires hard work, which Okonkwo is always willing to do, yet it no longer sparks the enthusiasm that Okonkwo once had. He was on a path to become one of the lords of the clan, and that goal now seems very far away. Uchendu is the family patriarch. One of his sons is marrying a new wife. 
Following the ceremony, Uchendu gathers everyone together and speaks to Okonkwo, reminding him that others have also suffered. Uchendu's personal loss has been great, as he has buried five wives and 22 children. His message for Okonkwo is to accept his exile and make the best of it. Throughout part one of the novel, Okonkwo has been a man of action, a heroic figure in Umwofia, and hard work has been both his coping mechanism and his means to overcome his father's legacy. Part two brings important shifts in the novel, Okonkwo's exile to Umbanta and his new lack of enthusiasm. Okonkwo is depressed, and he no longer believes that his personal god, his chi, is destined for greatness, a belief that has driven him until now. Uchendu counsels him that everyone suffers and must go on. In this way, Uchendu represents the guiding support of Okonkwo's motherland. At the same time, his character raises questions about what other changes and sufferings the novel will bring. Sou sem sua, ah, nasce sempre sou sem sua, ah, nasce sempre sou sem sua. 